Blessed be the Lord. We're going to turn our Bibles to Isaiah chapter 60. Isaiah chapter 60. And I'm going to read from verse 1 onwards. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1 onwards. Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and the kings to the brightness of your rising. Praise be to God. Very powerful scriptures that God has given to us, that God wants to speak to us this night. To infuse his power and his strength into God's people. God is looking at your face today and he's saying this. Get up. Get up. Get up. I want to take you to one more scripture that the Lord wants me to. Just bear with me. Just read these four verses one more time. Pastor Pradeep, if you can read this. First four verses. Isaiah 60 verses 1 to 4. Praise God. Praise God. Just bring it. Praise be to God. Praise God. Arise, shine. For your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see. They all gathered. I think that's good. Praise God. Thank you. Praise God. Just keep your hand on that passage and just go to Ephesians and turn to the book of Ephesians. And we're going to read from verses 8 onwards. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. So for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it's shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore, he says, Awake, you who sleep. Arise from the dead. And Christ will give you light. I'm going to stop right here. 
I want to speak for a few minutes on this section as the Holy Spirit wants me to. And then we're going to switch back to Isaiah chapter 60 and see from few verses what God wants to speak to us tonight. So God says here, two groups of people are here. And God is saying something very important, which is, get up, wake up, wake up, get up. Wherever you are, no matter what your situation is, whatever you may be doing, this is the call of God that is coming to God's people at this time, saying that, wake up. No matter what your circumstance is, wake up because something good is happening to you something good is going to happen to you two kinds of blessings that the spirit of god is speaking to our hearts this hour is a prophecy that god is giving to us at this time god is doing something good and god is going to do something good it is a happening and it is a continuous happening but these two happenings are going to be different as the holy spirit god has initiated something and God is going to initiate something. I'm going to repeat this. God has initiated something. And God is going to initiate something. And this is for all those who believe in what God is speaking at this hour. Get up. Arise. Arise from your sleep. Arise from where you are. Whatever it may be. Whatever deep Depressional, deep difficulty, or deep darkness, whatever you may be. God says, get up, will you? Get up. Arise, because it is your time to arise. Because God has begun doing something. God is going to do something. He's doing something, and he's going to do something. I pray that the Spirit of God will take this straight to your spirit and cause you to mix your faith with what God is releasing at this hour to make it your own. Praise be to God. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. What are you? Before you were darkness yourself. It's not that before you had some darkness, you were darkness yourself. But now from darkness, you're not having some light. You are light in the Lord. That means with God entering inside of you, all of a sudden you became light. God made you his light. God has called you from darkness into light and he's turned you who once were darkness as his light. Something has happened. You call that transformation. Transformation. Now, after that has happened, God says something. I, there's a command that God is giving. He's saying, once I have made you the light, what is he saying? Behave like that. Behave like that. Have you heard some parents say that? Behave like my child. Don't behave like someone else. That's what God is saying here. You are light. I've made you my light. And I am in you. And he's saying, walk as children are the light. What are you supposed to do? You are supposed to walk it out. Two things are here. We have to understand. One is what God has done in the spirit realm. In the spiritual realm, God has taken you who used to be darkness. He has transformed you and he has made you his light. God has done that. 
from the spirit realm, God says, you need to bring it down to the natural realm. How do you do that? By walking. How do you walk? By believing in what God says and by believing in what God has said and appropriating, appropriating it for your life and walking it out. That means walking out the word. Write this down. What is God expecting you to do? Having given to you everything, he's saying, now you use it. God has given you everything you need. He's seeing, he's saying, use it. Walk out the word. I've given you this light. Now use it, put it to use. Get up, put it to use what I've given to you. That's what God is telling you in short. God is doing something and God is about to do something. And God says, with what I'm doing, God says, put it to use. As you read, let's just continue here. How do you walk it? Find out what is acceptable to the Lord. So what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to find out what is acceptable to the Lord. You can't say, well, Jesus did it all. And then I'm just going to carry his righteousness and walk. How will he carry it and walk? By finding out what pleases him. What is acceptable before God? We need to know the difference between what is right and what is wrong. And as you're being taught here through the spirit of God, through servants of God, God is placed here. You take that and you obey. That's what walking it out is. Find out what is pleasing to God. What is acceptable to God? That means care about what God cares. And shine his light. Be that light that God wants you to be. Where? In the dark. You don't need light where there's light. You need light in the dark. And God strategically, strategically, he places you in dark places so that his light through you can shine. So, in order for you to be able to shine, you need to know what is right before God and do it, which equals being righteous. Doing the right thing equals righteous. Write it down. Doing the right thing equals righteous. Positional righteousness will become practical righteousness when you take that which is positional, appropriate by faith, and work it out by faith by finding out what is good and pleasing the sight of God and doing it. That's what righteousness is. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. What is God saying here? Similar to what I just shared with you through the Spirit of God a little while ago. You listen to the voice of God and you shut the vo- shut your ears to the voice of the devil. You keep your eyes on Jesus and don't keep your eyes on Satan. What is God saying here? God is saying here, do what is pleasing to God and don't do that which is displeasing to God. Do that which is pleasing to God. Have nothing to do with darkness. Don't pay attention to it. Reject it. Don't have anything to do with darkness. That's very important. If you want to be a person who will shine his light, you need to do these two things. One is shine his light by finding out what he likes and by doing it. Two is whatever he doesn't like, don't do it. So you need to know what he likes and what he doesn't like. And that's what you hear week after week after week from here. What is pleasing to God? And what is displeasing to God? What does God love and what does God hate? And we need to walk it out by faith. 
the righteousness that God has given to us from the blood of Jesus. You appropriate it by faith and you work it out. You work it out by finding what is acceptable to God and by finding what displeases God and by doing what God loves and by not doing nothing to do with what God hates. And I pray that the Spirit of God will cause you to understand what he is speaking at this hour. Now, I want to take you to verse 14. Therefore, he says, awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. In order for you to shine his light, God says, you need to wake up. In order you, for you to shine his light, God says, you need to get up. Two things again. One is wake up and get up. Wake up and get up. You can wake up and still be laying in the same spot. God says, oh, no, 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 no. Wake up and get up from there. Wake up and get up from there. Then you know what happens? The light that God has put inside of you will shine. That's when you're going to shine. Not sleeping and being in the same spot where? In a cemetery? No, 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 no. You're not going to be any good to anyone who is in the cemetery. Dead are there. But you need to be among the living. God said this in his word. Why do you seek the living among the dead? The angel said this. Why you see? Why are you seeking the living among the dead? He is not here. He's risen. He's gone ahead of you. He's not here. Jesus is where people who are alive in him. That's where he works. You know why many places there are no signs and wonders and God is not working? Because it's death. Jesus is where people are alive to him. Dead to the world and alive to him. There Jesus is. There you see the active working of the Holy Spirit. If you're sleeping and if you're laying down, if you're in the same spot where dead people are, you're not going to be of any use to the kingdom of God. If you want to be of any use to the kingdom of God, then you should get up and get out of where you are. Get out of self-pity. Get out of laziness. Get out of slothfulness. Get out of anger. Get out of everything and all things that are displeasing to God. You need to do that. That's the first step. It's very important. It's very similar to what God spoke Sunday, right? And it's very similar to what God spoke in the middle of December when he spoke for the new year. There has to be a transition taking place. There has to be a shift taking place. There has to be a move taking place. When God is moving, are you willing to move with the move of the Holy Spirit? When God is moving, are you willing to go through that moving process? When God says, I want to shake you and I want to Pull everything out that is unclean. I want to separate you from that which is defiling you. And I want to make you holy. And I want to consecrate you. And I want to anoint you. By the way, anointing equals what? Authority that God gives. Consecration is separation. When someone is consecrated, that means they have been set apart for the master's use. Once they are consecrated and separated, then they are anointed. We cannot mix these two together. Anointing is not consecration. Anointing is not separation. 
anointing is done after someone is separated. That means someone is set apart for God's use. And after that, the anointing comes to give them that power for the service for which they have been set apart. That's what anointing is. Anointing is a power that has been given by God in order to execute for which you've been separated by God. Now, if you want to shine for Jesus, if you want to use the light that God has given from darkness, you become the light. Now, this light has to shine. And in order for that light to shine, it cannot be in a cemetery. It has to be where people of God are there, where God wants to use You need to be where God is because God is not among the dead. He's among the living. Where there is life and where God feels that God can use you, God will place you there. God called Ezekiel to go to the dry bones. But you know who was there? God was there with him. And those dry bones were going to become an army. That was a project given by God. And Ezekiel was already light being used by God in many different places. So Ezekiel was not somebody who was sleeping over there in the cemetery. No, Ezekiel was taken by God to the cemetery. But what is God saying here? Get up from the dead people. Don't be lying in the cemetery. Don't make cemetery your bed. It's a prophecy God is speaking in this hour. You need to be among people who are living for Jesus. You need to be among people who are walking with Jesus. You need to be among people who have that relationship with Jesus that is vibrant and alive and that is growing and that is thriving where Christ is. And that's where signs and wonders come. What are you supposed to do? Get up. Get up. Arise. Get up. Because God wants to do something in your life. So there are two things that are there. One is God is doing. The other one is God wants to do. These are two things that the Spirit of the Lord is speaking at this hour simultaneously. God is working for something and then God is going to work on something. To make you into what God wants you to be. To make you into his instrument of righteousness. So if God is working... In you, and he's put his light inside of you. God is telling you now, get up, you. Don't sleep anymore. You know, there are some watchmen. They'll be paid to watch your building. And you know what they'll be doing? Snoring. That's not why they are kept there. A thief can walk right by them and go inside. You must have heard of stories when the watchmen slept. Security guards slept. And then the whole bank was robbed, our building was robbed, or whatever. Thief was able to overcome. Because this guy who was supposed to be up, he was sleeping. That's what God is telling you today. Wake up, stop sleeping, because you have a work to do. Wake up, stop sleeping, get up from there, you have a work to do. You have an important job to do. Wake up, get up from there, move out of there. You have an important job to do. There's a word from the living God. Wake up. Get up from where you are. You need to turn away from your old habits. Don't make them yours. Don't make the cemetery your home. Don't make the tombstone your bed. God is speaking at this hour. Whoever you are, God is speaking to you. You need to be with God among the living, not among the dead. 
wake up. Wake up because God wants to do something in your life. Awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. God wants to do something in your life. God is working and God is going to work. Don't be content with what you've received so far. Don't be content with the lifestyle that you're leading. God says, no, 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 no. It needs to change more because more change is coming. You want to embrace the greater change that is coming? More change needs to take place in your life. And God is inviting that change by saying, get up, move out of there. Because you can't change where you are. You can't change the way you are living right now if you don't move out of there. Your mindset has to change. The thinking has to change. Your thought pattern has to change. In order for that to happen, let your feet move out of where you are. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. You want to receive what God has for you? You want to go into what God has prepared for you? Learn to know the will of God in every situation. What is God like? What is acceptable before God? What is not acceptable before God? Be involved fully, engaged fully in what pleases God. And disengage yourself from everything that displeases God. Disengage yourself from everything that displeases God. Engage yourself in everything that pleases God. Then what will happen? Then God will take you to the place that God has prepared for you. Change is coming. Change is begun, but change is coming. These are two different faces that God is talking about. What God is doing is good, but God wants to take you to a far better place. What God is doing is good. Something good is starting to happen. Don't be content with saying that, well, I'm so happy that something good is starting to happen. And just sit there. God says, get up and move because I'm going to do something more in your life. And just go back to Isaiah chapter 60. And we're going to finish with that in a few minutes. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. God's light, God's glory, light has risen upon you. What are you supposed to do? You need to get up. Get up. Move from where you are. Because God has begun doing something in your life. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you and his glory will be seen upon you. No matter what is around you, no matter what may be happening in your life at this hour, it may appear really, really dark, but God says, you know what? I am about to do something. I'm about to do something. How? Through his glory. Through his glorious power. Revealing his glory. You know when? Jesus rose Lazarus from the dead. God's glory was revealed to all the people who were there. And all those who saw this resurrection work of the Lord Jesus Christ believed in him, believed in Jesus. If you want to be used by God, know that God is calling you. If you want to be used by God, know that. The light that God has put inside of you. Don't be content with it. 
by keeping it wherever you are. God says, no, 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 no. Get up. It's enough of being among the dead. It's enough of staying with that dead thinking. It is enough living the way you lived. You have the light, don't you? What are you doing keeping it where you are? God says this light has to shine. The glory of the Lord needs to be added even more to that. Now when God created the heavens, there was some kind of light he called, let there be light. And then you know what he did? He put the, put the sun, moon, and the stars in the firmament. He added more. This is the prophecy God is speaking at this hour. Yes. He took us, we who were darkness ourselves, and he changed it, changed us into his light. Don't be content with it and say, well, I have this and I'm just going to be sleeping and I'm going to be where the dead are and this is my life and I'm just going to live it like this and as long as I have this light, that's enough, I'm content. No, don't be content. If you are content with where you are, you're never going to grow. You're never going to go into the next stage where uh, let there be sun, moon, and the stars, and all the glorious lights that God created, and then he put it on that firmament. And now you look at uh, how it looks amazing. God wants to add to what God is doing. The glory of the Lord will rise upon you. The glory of the Lord will accomplish what God has purpose in his heart to accomplish when you wake up from your sleep because Christ will give you light. God has put something inside of you. God is doing something. And he's saying, I have shone my light upon you. You need to get up. And you need to shine what I've given to you. Arise and shine. You have the light. I've put my light inside of you. Get up and shine. Don't be among the dead. Don't be sitting in that spot with the light and not putting it to use. You need to put your light to use. When you do that, God will add more. He will take you to the second stage. God is working and he's going to do something else. And it's something else for that something else to happen. You need to know what God loves and what God hates and make sure you do it. You need to be someone who cares about what God cares. You need to be someone who will get up from your sleep and get out of that place of death. You need to be someone who will be focused on what God wants you to do, which is to shine your light. You need to be determined to shine your light. Darkness is everywhere, grows darkness, covers all over the place of the earth. People are going more into negative things. People are going more into sin. Filth is becoming widespread, but God is telling, hey, it's good time for you. For the church, for God's people, for the true church of God all over the world. This is good time for us, revival time. This is God's time. When darkness covers the earth and gross darkness is people, this is God's time. God's time to use you. This is God's time to do something inside of you. 
This is God's time. This is God's time. Do you know what you have to do? Stop sleeping. Don't be spiritually sleeping. A lot of times God is working. For some people, they have their mouth open and they're sleeping while God is working. A lot of things are happening. They're like Peter on top of the Mount of, Mount of Transfiguration where like some kind of a heaviness has come and they're just sleeping. And some people are very happy. Well, God worked. I slept. Well, at least I slept in the presence of God. I say, what's wrong with you? You can sleep at home. God is there too. If God is doing something there, that's not the time you sleep. Unless you're really sick. That's the time you need to be engaged, involved in heaven's activity. God didn't bring you to a place where he's working so that you can sleep there. God says, get up, wake up. God wants you to do something in your life. Be an active participant of the glory that is being revealed at this hour. Arise, shine. But God has put inside of you first. And then God is going to wait things. He'll take you to the next step. Put to use what God has given to you. Take the righteousness of God that God has given to you positionally in the heavenly realm and bring it down to earth by doing what you should be doing, working out that righteousness by knowing what is acceptable and doing what is acceptable, knowing what is not acceptable and not doing what is not acceptable to God. These two things are very important. Now, let me just take you here to the next verse before we finish for tonight this is very important verse 3 the Gentiles shall come to your light and the kings to the brightness of your rising if you want a circle highlight put stars and whatever you'll read and say that this scripture is mine put it down there if you believe it it'll happen for you if you don't believe it somebody will take it and go it's important to do what God has called you to do People who don't know Jesus will come to Jesus through the light that God has put inside of you and will put inside of you. What God is doing now and what God is going to do shortly all depends on, all de- they all depend on whether you're going to be awake and alert, whether you're going to be away from the place of death where you're going to be an active participant or not. Your involvement in God's working, your involvement in revival, your involvement in this critical time is very important. It's going to determine whether you're going to shine as light and bring Gentiles to the brightness of his rising. Praise be to God. I'm going to read this one more time. Let's just read it. The Gentiles shall come to your light. And the kings to the brightness of your rising. People who don't know Jesus will come to your light. And what light do we have? It's not our own. It's his light shining through us. He gave us his light. He gave us his light. And with that light, we are called to shine for Jesus. And that light is bound to draw Gentiles towards Jesus. 
and that light is bound to draw kings towards Jesus. That's God's call. If you're wondering what is God's call, this is God's call, which is to bear much fruit. The call of Christ Jesus inside of you, for you, is for you to bear much fruit. It is for you to draw Gentiles, to draw those who don't know Jesus to the Lord Jesus Christ by his light that is inside of you. And he calls it your light. Isn't that beautiful? He gives you that light and he calls it your light because you are responsible for the light that God has put inside of you. That's why it becomes your light. You're responsible for it. Kings will be drawn to the brightness of your rising. So the brighter you get, the more you can draw. The more power you have, the more you can do for Jesus. In order for you to make that transition from the first stage of glory to the second stage of glory or the first light to the second light. You must be keen knowing what God likes, what pleases him. And you must be keen on what displeases him and have no fellowship with the unfruitful deeds of darkness. When you do that, God's glory will shine upon you. What God is doing and what God is going to do. You'll be a partaker of both. The glory of God now and the glory of God later. You'll be a partaker of both these great works of God. And through your light, which is God's light. People who don't know Jesus will come. And through the brightness of that light. That means that light has to be really, really bright. Not a little flickering candle. No king is going to come for that. No one's going to come for that. Because you can't even trust that. When that is, when is that light going to be put out? No one knows. And it's a very uncertain light. But for the light that really shines bright. Wow. God says, the Gentiles will be drawn. Kings will be drawn to what? The brightness of the light. To that Jesus was inside of you. So what is the guarantee here? What is the guaranteed promise here? Fruitfulness. God making your life a blessing. That's what we are life. That's what we're here for. God taking your life and making it into something useful and meaningful. Not just sitting in some cemetery and sleeping over there. And saying that poor me and I'm by myself and, and look at me and no one understands me and I am here sleeping and no one is coming and talking to me and no one is coming and, and giving me water, but I'm in the cemetery. I'm not going to get up. No, no. God says, don't stay there. If you're going to be among the dead, then you will not be a partaker of life. Arise. Wake up from your sleep. Get up from there. Remove yourself out of the dead. Christ will give you light. And the light that God has put inside of you, the glory of God will shine when the brightness of Christ comes upon you. God will cause you to move from glory to glory. But in order for the glory to appear, you need to be associated with the glory realm by being a worker of righteousness.
a worker of righteousness, one who partners with the righteous God and one who will disassociate themselves or himself or herself from unrighteousness and unfruitful deeds of darkness. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord, you brought us into a very exciting period. You promised to give us many souls, all kinds of souls, hallelujah. Gentiles and kings will be drawn to the brightness of our rising when, when we get up from where we are, hallelujah. When you get up from where you are, it's at that point where God draw people to the light that God has put inside of you. When will God draw souls to you? When you get up from the sleep, from the state of slumber and sleep and move out of the form of death and the place of death. Where God is not there is death. When you are keen on what pleases God and what does not please God, God's light will shine brighter instead of you. Kings will come to the brightness of your rising. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for this word that you've given to us, not only for this month of June, but for this entire season itself that you've marked out according to heaven's calendar. There's a shift that has occurred in the spirit realm. And the shift will continue to take place in the lives of all those who would say, Lord, I'm getting up now. Not a second any longer. Not a second any longer. I'm not going to stay in the place of the dead. I'm not going to sit in the seat of the scornful. I'm not going to lie down where sinners are. I'm not going to be where you don't want me to be, oh God. When you're telling me to get up and move, I'm going to do that. I'm not going to have any association with the unfruitful, unrighteous ways of the enemy. I'm going to partner with you. Partnering with Jesus is disengaging yourself from everything that God hates. Hallelujah. And doing what God loves. Hallelujah. Listening to the voice of the shepherd and closing your ears to every other voice. Keeping your eyes on Jesus and shutting your eyes to everything else that is around. Leading an undistracted life, knowing who your goal is and what your goal is and pursuing that with all your heart. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Take a few minutes in the presence of the Lord and give yourself to this word that God has spoken to you at this hour. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, I want you. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I come to you. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, I want you. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I come to you. Oh, Jesus. Your grace is enough. Your strength is enough. Your love is enough. Jesus, you are enough. Jesus, I want to. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I come to you. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah. There's no one else. There's no one else. There's no one else like you. There's no one else. There's no one else. There's no one else like you. Nothing I want, O oh Lord, beside you. There's no one whom I can compare with you. Hallelujah. No one, nothing beside you. How many of you can say that? In the presence of the Lord. Jesus, I want you. Jesus, I need you. I'm getting up. I'm getting up. I'm getting up right now. Hallelujah. From where I am. From where I am, I'm getting up, Lord. I'm getting up, Lord. I'm getting up, Lord. Hallelujah. You have told me that you're going to do something, Father. And you told me that you're doing something. I want to be a partaker of that. I'm getting up. Whoever you are, wherever you are, if God is speaking to you, give yourself over to this word of God. Take a few minutes in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Give yourself over to the Spirit of God. Commit yourself to the Lord. Hallelujah. Tell the Lord, I will. I will, Lord. Refuse what you refuse. Accept what you accept. Receive what you give. Keep only you before me. Hallelujah. I won't give myself over to any kind of distraction. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of my faith. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And I will not hear the voice of the stranger. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to our hearts. Thank you for your word that you've given to your people. Thank you for what you've spoken. Lord, you promised something big. You want to do something big and you've begun that. You're going to move us from where we are to where you want us to be. So that, Lord, our lights can shine. So you're speaking to us. You're telling us, get up and move out there. Hallelujah. So that your light that you put in our hearts 
in our spirits, in our lives, may shine. And let it shine so bright that it can draw kings to the brightness of your eyes. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Let no one settle for a mediocre life. Let no one settle for a life that is unfit for heaven. May everyone long to bear fruit, Father, because this is your will. You've called us and you've ordained us so that we can bear much fruit for your kingdom. And you've given us your light, O Lord, so that through our light we can bring others to Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You want our light to shine so bright. They can drive out the darkness and bring many from darkness to light. Hallelujah. The light of Christ will not only drive out the darkness, but it will bring the people out of darkness into light. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Change within and change without. That's what God's light will produce through his people. Change in the environment and change in the people. The light of God does that. Do a work. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Cover your people with your precious blood. Thank you for this month of June. Thank you for what you're going to do. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for the promise that you already given to us, Lord, last month that the waters are receding. We thank you. Thank you, Lord. You have better days ahead of us and we praise you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So we're going to get up from where we are. Get ready to move where you want us to, Father, by faith. Hallelujah. That you're preparing us for something far more glorious. Hallelujah. And we thank you. We praise you. Bless your people in this month of June. Let the blessing of God Almighty rest upon them, Father. Help them, Lord. All through this month of June. To be that light. That will draw people to Jesus. The spotlight. That will shine on Jesus. That will shine on his word. The people will see Jesus and Jesus alone. Hallelujah. The bright light that will project Jesus Christ to this world. Hallelujah. May we be that bright light that will draw kings to a bright Savior. Thank you for doing this. In Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. Amen. Good Jesus. Arise, shine, for your light has come. Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen. The glory of the Lord is risen. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Make that personal. 
Lord, the Lord has risen upon me to believe the word. Jesus. Say, Lord, you're telling me to get up. I'm going to get up from the place of the dead, from the darkness. Your good word has given me hope. Jesus. Given me the practical teaching on how to be in the light again. And to be more in the light, to have an intense light. All that is death, all mm -hmm. that is dead religion, I leave behind. And I know that I'm going to end up glorifying you because I'm getting up right now. Out of where you told me to get up. I sing that. Arise, shine, for your light has come. Sing it to your soul. Soul, arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen. The glory of the Lord is risen. The glory of the Lord is risen upon me. Let's sing that again. Believe it. Arise, shine, for my light has come. Arise, shine, for my light has come. I will arise, shine, for my light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen. The glory of the Lord is risen. The glory of the Lord is risen upon me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your holy word. Lord, thank you for helping us to work it into our own lives, even this very day, very night. Mm -hmm. There's a change because of God's word that's come in. Mm -hmm whatever is dark in our lives, whatever is stagnant, whatever is holding us back from being what God said to be. Thank you, Lord. You called Thank us you in the light. Thank, Thank you for Lord. teaching us, Lord, to engage ourselves Jesus. fully in the things of God, in the presence of God, yes, and at the same time, disengage ourselves fully mm. from the voice of the devil and all the things that speak death, all the activities, conversations, even so-called Christian and church life that is dead before God. Believe it. And seek the fullness of the Spirit in everything mm -hmm. to be bright lights. Thank you, Lord, for your good word. Lord. In Jesus' precious name, amen. 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 Jesus. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Hallelujah. Lord, make his face to shine upon you. Thank you, Jesus. And be gracious to you. Mm. May the Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. May the love of God the Father and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus.